0: I hear you um, have a little rock on your finger. <laughs> yes, I do. Congrats.
1: I am officially married to the moon.
0: <laughs> Goals. <laughs> Honestly, I – wow.
2: I mean, aren't we all, but you made it, like, legit
0: power couple. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so, Danielle, um, our special guest today, has a moonstone on her finger, and I just want to know, like – it's it on a ring. Came. It's not like
2: embedded into her flesh, but.
1: <laughs> I wish I could embed it. into my flesh. <laughs> like, how did you come across this? Um, honestly, I just like go down rabbit holes on Etsy. And <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just, um, I just happened to stumble upon this. So um, in my journey, I have been getting more into like crystals and crystal energy. Mm-hmm. Not to mention I have my clear quartz right here next to me so <laughs> what, is, what is
0: that one symbol like what does that symbolize so
1: clear quartz is like pretty universal so like whenever you just want to challenge like um more or channel sorry more energy more power more clarity clear quartz is just the way to go it's like if you don't know what to what crystal to pick just pick clear quartz you can't go wrong wow So yeah, so it's super cool. There are certain stones that um, go with certain energy points in your body, or as other people might say, chakras. But yeah, if like, it's just like, if it's too much to like go through all that, clear quartz is something great that like everybody Mm. can, you know, get started off with. Um, But back to the (laughs) moonstone. It's so gorgeous. It's like this beautiful like iridescent type color. Um, And I love that kind of jewelry, but um, I have been lacking a lot of clarity in my life recently and so as I was shopping on Etsy and spending hundreds of dollars that I don't have um, <laughs> no big deal <laughs> um, I came across this ring and um, I was I had no idea what a moonstone was at this point and so I was reading into it and they were like if you want to be powerful and channel clarity and this that and the other the moonstone's the right stone for you. <laughs> yeah so so all of our wow. listeners need to order moonstone
0: <laughs> rings and we're all gonna have them Not the link.
2: <laughs> welcome to the fifth element
0: a podcast for people seeking intimate connection with their innermost self through holistic healing cosmic consciousness and radical rebirth we hope each episode is an opportunity for listeners to join the collective journey towards intuition and integration
2: you said you take meditation very seriously. Can you, can we maybe start off with a little bit on that? Because I am like an aspiring meditator. Um, and so I love to hear people's journeys to it or through Mm -hmm. it.
1: Right. Right. So, um, I had mentioned the Hamilton movie to you guys before. Before Oh, we're familiar. And, um, I would just like to tie in Aaron Burr's line, talk less, smile more. (laughs) And I I feel
2: like. (laughs) You're an icon, Danielle. Yeah, my heart's already like bursting. (laughs) That line resonates with me
1: so deeply because um, a lot of people, when they first meet me, they think I'm pretty quiet. And then they soon come to realize I'm not that quiet. Um, But I observe a lot. And meditation at its core is observing, observing, you know, yeah. what's inside of you. Um, and I've always liked to say, you know, it's watching your thoughts as they pass by and just waving at them and allowing them to pass. Mm. So, um, you know, growing up with lots of anxiety, general depression, um meditation has like been one of my anchoring points and so you know like when you have anxiety it's just like thought after thought after thought and it becomes like this giant knot of thoughts that you just can't really seem to untie and so with meditation um it's a very grounding experience and so you know you are just completely quiet and you listen to your mind, you listen to the universe, you listen to what's around you, um, and you can find so much clarity when you just like stop talking, you know. Um, so my house is very quiet. It's a very very meditative space. I love that it's already mm-hmm. painted gray, so <laughs> it's very calm. It is very calm. I live a very calm life because I just try to live my life in a very meditative state, um, so as not to become overstimulated Mm. I love Mm -hmm. that so you're kind of yeah you're
0: trying to already bring your quality of life to that baseline so you're not having to like bring yourself from 100 to 10 I like that
1: exactly yeah
0: so I must know your astrology big three because you mentioned that people think you're a certain way
1: but then they get to know you like oh yeah (laughs) Yes, ma'am. So, okay. So I'm a Virgo sun, mm-hmm. Taurus moon, mm-hmm. and a Sag rising.
0: Wow. <laughs> wow. You know, I was just thinking today, I don't, I didn't think I knew any Sag risings.
1: hmm So we tend to be like very passionate people. Right. Like when I start talking about the things that are very near and dear to my heart, that's when my passion comes out. And I just like can't stop rambling. But once you first meet me, I'm just like,
0: Hi. <laughs> and the Taurus moon is, like, the cozy home environment. You got the candle lit. You got the crystals. Yeah. Love that.
1: Therapy, ladies and
0: gentlemen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love that.
2: Oh, my gosh. So, has this always kind of been where where you're at? Has this been a journey to this kind of, like, more, um, like, wanting to create a home that's serene or, like, wanting to, like, give off these chill vibes, but also to, like, be living that life. Has that always been your life?
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> um, for a lot of my life, I had no idea who I was. Um, and I hate to make it sound like my parents had a big part in that, but, you know, Christianity can sometimes be so, like, othering, And, um, they are very, very devout Christians and, um, they have just always lived very different lives than I wanted to at my core. And so for a lot of my childhood, I felt like I was growing up in an an environment where subconsciously I was being told, don't be yourself because it's not okay. Mm -hmm. Um, because it's nothing like your parents. So, um, I spent a lot of my life just trying to learn how to be the social chameleon and appease everyone around me, do what I was supposed to do, say what I was supposed to say, be the preacher's daughter. Um, later in my life, I became the pastor's daughter. And mm. So there was always just a lot of pressure on me to be out in front of the people, to be super vivacious, to always have an opinion about something, to always be ready to pray for someone and lay hands on someone and sing a song and, you know, that just, like, wasn't me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the type of person where I'm better one-on-one, um, you know, where you can you can vent to me. I'm the type of friend that you vent to, and um, you just don't listen to my advice. But, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm totally <laughs> <listening>. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I have not always been this person. Um, still working on it. Still working on being me.
0: <laughs> yeah. We talked recently um, on a podcast episode about – deconstruction like deconstructing from your faith systems that you grew up into that you grew up in um, and how it is really a journey of stripping back to find yourself that especially if in childhood you know you might have to go back to age like three like before you even had the thought patterns kind of like imposed Um, and a really good point that our guest from a couple episodes ago Casey brought up was um, you know, she had to stop thinking about the non-Christian or non-religious version um, of a person that she wanted to be. She just needed to, like, find herself again. And I hear you saying that, too, which is just such a great visual and I feel like such a great, like, compass for people that are also figuring out what they believe and figuring out what they're trying to, like, strip away, what's theirs, what is just been in their subconscious and that is definitely like a lifelong journey and
1: it's great it is it is and actually like in my journey I've found myself dealing with the whole notion of an identity crisis a couple of times actually um because you know, it was just so hard to get under the grips of get from under the grips of like your parents and like what they expect from you. And so I think I attempted to try and do the work of figuring out who Danielle is in college. And that's actually when I first just like stopped going to church culture. Um, but then like a certain part of me was just like, where's mom? She's going to pop up out of nowhere. (laughs) you know, and it was just like, and even like being in campus men, you know, I, I'm not Catholic (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I really didn't know who I was in terms of, you know, quote unquote ministry. Um, but it was the closest thing to home that I could find. And I was still trying to find that home comfort of what I knew, even though I knew that that couldn't be me anymore. So when I, came back home from college I was living with my parents again um and I had been doing yoga and meditation um up until that point and then when I moved back into the house it was so funny like I would go down in the den and like start doing my yoga and they would sit, like see me sitting there cross-legged like, <laughs> my palms closed and they're just like what is that witchy juju stuff you're doing <laughs> like totally not a witch guys <laughs> would be cool but not a wish. Right.
0: I mean, you got your moonstone. You're on your way. Yeah, I know. That's because...
2: True. <laughs> um, wow. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I don't think we named this, but for our listeners, we um, all met working together in a campus ministry office um, mm-hmm. in college. So just context for everyone who was curious where we found this wonderful, creative, um, inspiring woman who's on our oh, podcast today.
0: Yeah. Um, So when, so you were getting into like yoga and meditation stuff in college um, and you mentioned that that was the first time you like stopped going to church. Was that a conscious, like, I want to stop doing these things or were you just like, I'm going to try new things? Or did you go into college kind of knowing this is a different path I want to take from how I grew up?
1: So, when I first started college, I was actually attending a church around the corner from Loyola. And, um, you know, that was kind of to appe- appease my parents. Um, I have like always lived for their approval, which is another thing that, you know, I've struggled with throughout my life. Um, so, you know, getting their thumbs up was always important to me. So, you saw, I think it was, um, I was visiting that church and um i had joined their choir and unfortunately someone in their choir was a little bit like inappropriate with me mm-hmm. and so yeah that kind of like got me shying away um and i was just like all too familiar with situations like that in the church and at this point being on my own i felt like i finally had the autonomy to be like you know what i'm not going to stand here and take this so um that gave me the push to just Stop going. <laughs> and I figured in the meantime, I would just figure out who I am without my parents around, figure out who I am without church telling me what the Bible says about me and my identity and who I should be. Um, so yeah. Yeah, that was my experience wow. with that. <laughs> um yeah. and so obviously you
0: grew up or I shouldn't say obviously, but you grew up in a home where things like yoga and meditation were definitely not normalized. And I'm guessing like crystals and astrology were probably demonized. Like that's a harsh word, but probably. Um, yeah. yeah. So how did you even start to like allow yourself? And I know we talked about tarot and you were like, I'm not there yet. And I'm like, I totally get that journey of <laughs> really having to like unlearn these things that you've been taught are just like evil and scary your whole life. And then you break them down and you're like, okay, wait, I'm actually connecting with myself. Like this is something that's actually bringing me to myself.
1: Exactly. Um, so it's funny you brought up tarot cards because I actually am making an appointment. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. My friend Alexia, she texted me and she goes, and she's, like still like very very super Christian. She's Baptist too. So they are very like staunch, um, very conservative. And so she got her cards read and I was just like, well what do I look like sitting over here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a fraud. <laughs> so I mean, I'm going to make an appointment. Um so so yeah okay. I, feel, I feel okay so back to your question. Um I digress. <laughs> Um, so back to your question, I have lived in so much fear of like stepping out my entire life. And so when I finally moved out of my parents' house not too long ago, this was like, yeah, December of 2019, um, I had all of the freedom in the world to just be me. And so I had already started meditation, as we said, um, started started yoga. And then I remember someone in college, I think it was Kaylin. Do you guys remember Kaylin? She was my senior year roommate. Um, she was, she was awesome. So she was into all of this stuff back in college. And I was just like, Oh my God, that's so (laughs) deep. Scared of everything. (laughs) I'm like, I'm I'm so real. (laughs) Little did I know. Um, (laughs) but yeah, so I heard her mention chakras and then, you know, I'm thinking about like all these things that I always wanted to try and just never did. And I'm like, you know what, what are these chakras people are talking about? <laughs> I feel like I need to align my chakras. <laughs> it was kind of like this whimsical haphazard way. I kind of like fell into who I was. And that's what I love about it is that it was just so natural. Um, and it was just like the way I wanted to do it, you know, nothing was forced upon me. And so once I started researching, um, you know, chakras that brought me to, that introduced me to what energy was, um, and just understanding how everything is just an inner working of energy. Um, everything at its core is energy. And so I was like, Oh, Well, that doesn't sound so bad. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, like I've heard people say like, oh, you have a really good energy about you. And so when I thought of it in that way, I was like, okay, so there can't be too much darkness in this. Um, You know, like people have explained to me, you know, growing up for so long. And so when I, when I started researching all this stuff, I started buying crystals and I just like went for it. And I was like, you know what, this is just going to be it. If I end up possessed, so be it. I <laughs> <You laughs> can say I tried. <laughs> At least I can say I tried. Um oh my it's a journey. And I just had to come to the place where I gave myself the space to just learn, you know? So I am taking apart everything. That I used to know, even though there are still scriptures in the back of my mind, I'm just like, I'm such an abomination, I'm such an abomination, <laughs> but I have to like consciously tell myself, no, you are actually more yourself than you've ever been. And that's, wow.
2: yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think even to, even for people listening who like maybe even the energy notion is still a little like too far off the deep end. Like if that's too much, like I look at it from the framework of, you know, even if this, even if the whole energy thing was a crock, even if that wasn't true or whatever, like just to have like these different crystals that do different things or call to mind different things in front of you or to put your moonstone ring on every day and to have that one thing that calls you to be intentional about some area of your life, about, you um, you know, connecting with clarity or openness of heart or, you know, the different chakras that, you know, operate for different reasons and um, things like that. So, you know, just calling to mind and being intentional about those things in your life, like you will inherently like manifest your own energy into those things of like bringing attention or calling to mind and being more mindful, which is what meditation helps with. It's what mindfulness practices help with yoga, all these things. Right. And so at the very least, what it's doing is allowing you to be more present to yourself and your experience of the world around you and to all the things that are, you know, yeah, coming to you in this life. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. I just wanted to add that as a little, like, caveat. Because for me, for a while, I was like, that's also how I describe, like, being into astrology to a lot of my more conservative, um, like, religious friends of, like, you know, even if it's not true at all, like... At the very least, it's calling me to be mindful to where I need to set boundaries or, you know, things that are happening in my life every day. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But I'd love to hear more about um, just – I just want to hear you talk about energy.
0: Yeah, I know, really? and I feel like we haven't gotten into crystals at all, and I really don't know anything about them, so. Yeah,
2: I've, like, looked them up in terms of, like, which ones, because some of them, like, relate to different astrological signs or, True. like, tarot cards and things like that, but, um, yeah, just tell us everything, Danielle. Yeah,
0: I don't, I need, I need, like, a crystals 101. I'm stressed. Oh,
1: goodness. Oh, my God. I wish I was a professional, because I would totally take it away. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Okay, so where do I even begin? Okay, so I'll start out with energy um, since that was the first thing that you mentioned. So I actually love the way you put it, Keely, because for me, it is just like extremely personal and you really can define it however you want. So when I was um, thinking about all of these different backgrounds and these different religious cultures that people come from, at their core, a lot of them have the same principles, basically, don't be a shit person, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. and, you know, like, there are a set of, you know, like, rules and boundaries and characteristics that you have, um, to, you know, be a good person, and so the thing that differentiates them is the customs, and it's, like, what we do on day-to-day, and so, like, if you're looking at the kind of church that I was brought up in, it was a very charismatic, the, quote-unquote, Black church experience, and so, you know, like, they were shouting they're speaking in tongues and for a lot of people that's demonic in and of itself. Like there are Christians who are just like, if you speak in tongues, like, uh, I don't know about that chief, you know? Um, but for people in the black church, they describe it as an energy source running through them. Like the, the, I feel the spirit, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, that's energy. You know, and I myself being someone who has um, experienced the gift of tongues, like I've experienced a lot of different forms of energy. And so that's why I don't confine myself to um, the boxes of religion, because I think they're all very valid. Um, I think people feel energy in very different ways. And if it connects you to what you were saying, um, you know, to mindfulness, um, to channel different all all these good things that life has to offer then that's great like you're doing something right um everybody's walk is every is it's your walk you know mm-hmm. what i mean um so yeah it is deeply personal um but if we're talking about crystals
2: <laughs> oh we or, are
1: <laughs> <laughs> where do i start um i actually have some things on instagram oh okay I love what you said about um
0: just the idea of like expanding allowing you to experience life and have an expansive life and of course as a sagittarius rising i'm thinking of this now cuz you ha- you give off a very like expansive um vibe or energy but that is so true like religion in a sense and once again it works for some people and that is amazing like religion is where some people find their expansiveness and that's great Um, And some people, you know, since I've stopped, you know, and it kind of coincided with the pandemic, but since I've stopped going to church and a little before that, um, I felt like an expansion of myself and my worldview and my spirituality and and just being able to step outside of that box. um, Yeah. I don't know. It's such an odd feeling because I, when you're in the box, you're like, this box is great. Like there are things that I love and like, it's yeah. Yeah. It's pretty and whatever. And then you like step out of the box. And I think for a little while there, you're like, wait, I need my, you know, it's like safe. I need my community. I need to go back in and the process of stepping out. Um, but then you like look around and you can see the cosmos.
1: (laughs) Exactly. That's so true. And like, I hate to make this comparison, but like, if you think about, you know, kids who grow up abused, um, not to say that like a religion is abusive. It can be religion yeah. can definitely be abusive. Um, but you know, if you think of abuse victims, they're more likely to go back to a place where they're abused because that's what they know. Yeah. Um, and you know, when they actually survive those types of um situations and they get out and they find themselves it's like this total shift of um like your world is Mm -hmm. it just like comes upon you and you're just like oh my god is that what I subjected myself to like why did I want to be in that situation in the first place (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and so that's actually kind of how I felt you know when I was in college I just like I started off going to church every single Sunday. I would drag my friends with me and I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. So let's go praise Jesus. (laughs) But there was just like so much about my identity. I was just like, girlfriend, girlfriend,
0: no. Um, okay. So tell us, uh, so you you've been experimenting with these crystals just since you moved into your new place, so, like, not even a year, right?
1: Not even a year, yeah.
0: Okay, <laughs> amazing. That gives me hope because I'm like, <laughs> should I just buy? I don't know. I don't know.
1: Honestly, just go for it. There are kids you can
0: What
2: do get you do with them? them?
1: You just meditate with them, literally. Okay, so.
2: I don't know if they're legit. I have so many questions.
0: <laughs> do you, like, put them on your chakras?
1: You can. You can. Okay. I usually just put them in my hands. I actually have a funny story about my, okay, this, I love this story so much (laughs) because it's so ironic. So my first, so there are crystals and stones. Um, my first stone that I ever received was actually from my mother and she didn't know what she bought me. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just really funny because I was just like, huh, mom, Interesting. <laughs> She's like, I just thought it was really pretty. It's in your favorite color. Oh. <laughs> so she got me like um, I forget if it's like if it's jade. I forget the official name for it. Uh, but it was the first stone that I ever meditated with. Mm-hmm. And so I turned on this guided meditation on YouTube, and I was like, okay, like let's just go for it. And I was just holding it in my hands, and. I got really into this meditation. Like I really zoned out and it was just like, it was great. And then for a moment, I feel like I dozed off. But when I woke up, this freaking stone burnt the crap out of my hands. Like it was what? so hot. It was so hot. I literally like dropped it. I was like, what? what? and then it felt like there was this pressure, like in my heart chakra area. So yeah, like there was just like this, Pulsating vibration, like in my heart area,
2: and I was I'm like, visceral oh, right heart now. Heart
1: attack, or <laughs> do I need assistance? Should I call nine one one?
2: Can you imagine that phone call, like nine one one? What is your emergency?
1: um I overstimulated my heart shocker. I need help. <laughs> Send help. <laughs> Wait, that's incredible. Oh my gosh. So at that point, I was like, okay, this is working. <laughs> right. Um, after that, <laughs> I decided that this is probably something that I want to get into. And so I just set off on Etsy to get, um, like, just to research stores that have, you know, reputable Mm -hmm. stones and stuff and so I just ordered a few and like the one that I had was just like a kit it has a selenite stick I don't know if you pronounce it selenite selenite whatever Mm -hmm. it's like the stick and it's like clear um and then it comes with a bunch of stones and crystals that correspond to each of your chakras or some people might like to say energy points um okay but yeah and so it's like it's been like a lot of fun. Um, and there are like more than one there's more than one stone for like each of your chakras. so I actually follow a few pages that kind of help me with this stuff because I'm still learning. I'm still trying to find my footing. Um, so if you start with your crown chakra, actually the moonstone, mm. moon stone is the one, um, and your clear chords and then for your third eye chakra which is like right here in the middle of your forehead
2: mm-hmm. you have
1: the, like amethyst and lapis lazuli those mm-hmm. are the, the, february the february birthstone birth
2: emily <gasps> aquarius wow <laughs> it's not the aquarius stone i oh. don't think but it is the february birthstone amazing
1: interesting i'm not sure what the aquarius stone is but um but yeah so then you go to your throat chakra and you can do aquamarine so there are different colors um mm-hmm following the colors. There's purple, a dark blue, a light oh, yeah. blue. Um, so you can do aquamar- aquamarine for that one. Your heart chakra, which is the first one that I worked on, um, not knowing that you're supposed to start from, like, bottom up, but whatever. <laughs>
0: That's why you had a heart chakra attack. <laughs> <laughs> I love that.
1: I'm gonna that term. So you can do emerald green adventuring, um, or jade for your heart chakra, yeah. um, your solar plexus, which is like right around like the top of your, mm-hmm. uh, your abdomen, right? Yeah. your abdomen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, tiger's eye, I have tiger's eye, or you can do, um, citrine and then for your sacral chakra, this is where all of like the creativity is. So if mm-hmm. you want to. Tap the womb. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, You can do peach adventuring or orange calcite. And then for your root chakra, which is all about being rooted and balanced and, you know, like finding out who you are, um, you can do red jasper or black tourmaline. I have black tourmaline. I like that. Um, Mm -hmm. And then red tiger's eye is also a very common one for the root chakra. So yeah, oh my gosh. that's been my journey. I'm trying wow. to like, have a huge collection. I'll I eventually want like a whole bookshelf.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so for the skeptics slash me, what do you what do you like? How would you describe what the crystal is doing or like what's happening? Is it and this would be enough for me? Is it just like you're connecting with a piece of the earth? Is it like more intention? what or does it actually have like magical
1: powers (laughs) i would definitely not call it (laughs) magic okay (laughs) it's so funny because a little bit some of this stuff actually has scientific basis um so like the way it is explained is that everything you touch kind of vibrates at different frequencies and that's how we have all of these different surfaces um you know our skin is vibrating at a certain frequency Mm -hmm skin you know everything vibrates at a certain frequency, and so crystals are no different um they come from the earth, so to your point, it is connecting to a piece of the earth um, which can be very powerful um, you know the sun provide the sun and the moon provide huge energy sources and you know like they feed the earth so um so yeah i I do think that there is some of it that's a little bit i don't know how to explain it like it's it's not scientific and it is like very it's very vague and it's just like what the hell are you talking about vibrations and (laughs) all of this stuff um and it can be kind of hard to understand until you actually experience it so (laughs)
2: but it requires this expansive mind that only a Sagittarius not only a Sagittarius (laughs) rising but like it makes sense to me why you're on this path and this journey is because it is this expansive need to like come with that approach of like just being open right
1: just being open absolutely because I will say on the days where I just don't feel like meditating I'm not getting anything out the experience. You know what I mean? So there are times where I'm just like, you know what? Maybe I was just drunk when I, <laughs> you know, when I meditated when I had my heart chakra attack.
2: <laughs> I was just on drugs and I didn't know it.
1: <laughs> and then there are other times where I'm just like, oh wait, wait, no, this is it. Like, this is great. You know, because wow. there's one time where I was meditating with one of my friends um, and there was one crystal that he was just drawn to from the time I took it out. And, uh, so he just like took it to meditate with and he was just like flinching all over the place like the whole time we were meditating we were he was just like flinching and he was like this is weird (laughs) and he'd never done it before but it was just like he was so open to the experience and he was so drawn to the energy coming from this crystal from the start um So I just gave it to him. I was just like, you
2: need to do more twitching. This is doing things for you. Wow. Oh my gosh. That reminds me of that like somatic body releasing thing, Emily. Yeah. I don't know what it's called.
0: Well, yeah. And I'm thinking as you were talking about like energy, this is probably something everyone knows, but I just heard this, heard someone describing emotions as energy in motion. And Mm -hmm. so I was like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense because we don't move emotion through our body as humans. Like we're taught to be very civilized. And I was even thinking like, you know, obviously when you cry, like you're releasing emotion, like people feel better after they cry. And there are men, especially who have gone 20 years without crying. Like we have all this energy just like sitting stagnant in our bodies. And so that makes so much sense. Um, To me, especially if you're, like, allowing yourself to process your emotions and allowing yourself to express them, then, of course, you described being open. Like, you're going to be more open to, like, energy flowing through you, and maybe the people that haven't cried in 40 years are going to be like, well, that's a bunch of BS, because your energy is sitting stagnant between that – or beneath that pool of tears that you are not letting out. I'm, like, having –
2: revelations
0: do tell (laughs) revelations in real time tell us the class
2: (laughs) (laughs) okay so i'm thinking this is like a couple different things but what you were saying about like yeah emotions as energy and motion i've been thinking a lot about motion Recently, and like movement, and how important it is one because it like prevents like the lymph in our body from being stagnant, which like then breeds disease and illness and all these things. But also, I've been thinking a lot, and I know we've said before on the toxins episode that, um, you know, water is like a whole nother level of conversation that we're not entirely sure we're ready to like talk about. Danielle's like, Danielle looks ready, (laughs) Danielle's having a release, um, but so there is. Uh, like, okay, congen water. Right. Is, Danielle, are you familiar? Wait, with what water? With Congen water. I
1: thought you said, I thought you said condom water. And I was like, no, wait, 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 wait I'm not ready. <laughs>
2: K-A-N-G-E-N, Congen water. Kangen. So it's water and Congen is like a special type of filter that electrically charges the water um, and brings, like, movement back into it. And basically, it returns water to its most natural state. Like
0: um, ionized, like electrified, I- right?
2: Right. And not just, like, ionized water that you buy, like, in the store because yeah, we've watched this- the videos. It's and not like, cutting
0: it. this filter is, like, what, $4,000?
2: Yeah, it's pretty expensive. <laughs> um, and you can only buy it from, like, one town in Japan. But anyways, I bring this up because you watch these videos about kangen water and it's like the most pure, like antibacterial substance on earth. Like you don't even need to add soap to it. It just cleans things. Um, And it does the same thing for your body and purifies your body, but it's because it's adding all of these um, like electric frequencies back into your body because we've become so stagnant. Um, And so then I'm thinking about like crying as like this release of like, you're putting the water in your body into motion and like that, is the release of it.
0: Wow. Okay, so we've cracked the code
2: to health.
1: Cry every day. Cry every day.
2: Wow. (laughs) And I've been noticing that. (sighs) I notice that a lot, like, so often I'm like, I just need a good cry. Like, I just want to cry.
0: Especially, like, in these times. I've been, like, there's not... It's kind of weird because on one hand, there's not much to cry about because you're kind of doing the same thing every day and you're trapped in your house. But on the other hand, there's so much like loss and grief and anger and fear and anxiety. Like you almost have to intentionally tap into that because my day-to-day life, I'm really not, I'm not seeing people. I'm not like doing many exciting things. I'm not having these big emotional experiences, but there is so much that's like-
2: Pent up.
0: Pent up. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Wow. Wow! And we're moving less because we're just inside and right. can't go places and things. So innately, like, our entire existence is stagnant right now in more ways than one.
0: Wow. Okay. And yeah, you're moving water through and I'm just thinking about, like, the connection with the moon. Like,
2: the how moon the moon controls the t- all the liquids on Earth.
0: Wow. <laughs> I need moonstone. I'm literally going to be ordering, like, 10 pounds of Moonstone to my doorstep this evening.
1: I feel like my work on this earth is done now.
0: <laughs> yeah. We're pretty easily like one conversation with us and we're like, we're spokespeople for this crystal stuff. <laughs> yep,
1: We're convinced. I love it. Wow. I love it. But this is the kind of conversation I look for, you know, it's just like realizing that everything is interconnected. Um, And just realizing that there is more that brings us together and connects what we believe instead of, you know, tearing us apart. So Mm -hmm. it's like, there's actually a lot of familiarity between how I feel when, you know, I'm sitting in my bedroom or in my living room meditating and how I used to feel when I was just like on my knees crying at the altar at church. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of it's like just very reminiscent. Um... So, yeah, that's all I had to say about that. I just that's beautiful. Sense
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Do you meditate at, um, like, a certain time of day, every day? What's your practice like?
1: Um, Not really. I meditate when I feel like I need to. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some days where I'm just, like, absolutely not ready for it. So I actually have been crying a lot. <laughs>
2: Now, last, anytime someone tells me that they hysterical. cried, I'm like, I'm going to be like, I'm so happy for you. Like,
1: You're so healthy.
2: You're doing the work.
1: <laughs> Seriously. It's so, it's like a real thing. So like I've been an emotional wreck <laughs> because I've been tapping into so much. And so I need to figure out like how to re-regulate my emotions. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. like literally everything makes me cry. So I, I, really wasn't lying when I said, check. <laughs> 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 like, I yeah. would literally be just, like, sitting around thinking about how grateful I am to be in my own house and I'll just, like, bust out in tears. Yeah. For another Hamilton reference, I was watching Hamilton and I thought that Anthony Ramos' character was so adorable. When he played Philip, Philip. and he was, like, mm-hmm. doing his little rap, it mm-hmm. was so cute and I just started crying. Like, I just left it out <laughs>
0: Like, the one part of the play that most people probably would never cry
1: <laughs> I'm sitting, like, in tears because this
2: kid is so cute! It's a grown boys. man, right, playing? Right, yeah. It's a small child. Yeah. Yes, yes. This grown man is so cute. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, so this is just cluing me into like how open your heart chakra is.
0: Yeah. Of course, you had a heart <laughs> chakra attack. Right.
2: Because I have legitimately, Mine for like is months now, closed. <laughs> no, I was just going to say that for months now, I've literally had this feeling every time because, like, uh, it was like my decision for Lent this year for 40 days to meditate every day. And I was doing really well at first, but I just kept feeling like this blockage of like something is preventing me from being present to this moment. And then, you know, I like started quarantining and quarantining and stuff and I try to get back into it. And like, I just have had this over like whelming feeling of like my heart is blocked. And I can't like really lean into love or emotion. And I constantly feel like I want to cry and I need to cry. Like I have emotional reactions to things, but like, there's something that just like prevents me from actually shedding tears. So I'm like, wow, I really do need to open up my heart chakra and Mm -hmm. probably all of them, but especially that one. So as to be able to cry, because as we just discussed, how important that is. And also, it's just, like, a good indicator that that's the space that your heart is in right now.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's Leo season, so what better time to be opening up your heart? Because oh. Leo rules over the heart.
2: Well, true.
0: Thank you. <laughs> true. Um, Danielle, would you recommend, like, I don't know if you have a recommendation for this, but um, if, would you say that you, like, if, if someone had... A feeling that their heart chakra was blocked, or like their their root chakra was blocked or something. Do you think that there's reflection or processing to be done before jumping right into a meditation around that chakra, or do you feel like that's a good place to start opening up that energy center?
1: Yeah, so I think for me, what I did wrong was going out of order, so okay, I started with my heart chakra before. I got everything in line with my root chakra. So obviously, as you guys know, like I completely uprooted myself. Like yeah. I am a tree planted by the water right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm gone with the wind. So like, <laughs> like, I need to figure out who I am. Um, and I am not rooted in mm-hmm. very much right now. The only thing that's really keeping me rooted is my core personality. And I know what my core personality is, and I'm learning to be okay with just being who I am. Um, but in terms of you know like what I do on a daily day to day basis, you know religious beliefs, all that stuff. Um, there's a lot of that that's just like not in place, and so that's why I feel like it was a little bit tumultuous. Tumultuous. That's the word. Yeah, that. that's totally a word. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's why it was so tumultuous, like opening up that heart shocker because maybe I wasn't a l- really ready. <laughs> and maybe wow, that-,
2: that makes so much sense it to does. not have yeah. like, yeah, that grounded foundation to then sit in those emotions.
1: Absolutely. And absolutely. Wow. Because I don't know where to put it now. And um, so yeah, so I would definitely say go in order and go at the pace that feels right for you. Um if something feels Uncomfortable, you should probably stop. Mm. And not to say that discomfort is a bad thing because, you know, we grow when we're in uncomfortable places, but recognize when it's dangerous discomfort and when it's just like maybe I'm doing something new and I just am afraid to be a new person kind of discomfort. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of discomfort that I embrace because I just want to grow into a better, bigger, more wonderful person.
2: Yeah, recognize when it's an overstimulated heart chakra and when it's a heart attack. Exactly. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I love that you mentioned it though. You
0: mentioned that um, because how many people right now don't know when their next paycheck is going to come in, don't know when they can go back to work, don't know uh, how long they're going to be housing. Like, everyone's root chakra is absolutely out of control right Uprooted? Now. <laughs> Uprooted. So how the heck are people able to not only access their heart, but their third eye and their awareness and their, like, higher – Yeah, of course we're – Okay, not to sound – Now I'm going to sound like a really, like, witchy woo-woo person, but we're vibrating at, like, the lowest frequency that we can in America right now. Like, everyone is so stressed. Right. Um So everyone's got to be <laughs> – Balancing their root chakra. That's the cure for America right now.
2: Come on, guys. Let's do it. <laughs> Where's Lindman Manuel Miranda? We need a new musical.
0: <laughs> okay, but how do you even start? I feel like that would take me years to balance my root chakra. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so do you just never, can you do some of that? Like, I don't know. What, how do you, well, how you do this?
1: People, it's a continuous struggle. Um. Because, good to well, know, good to know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, we're always changing. And so actually, I think that's another theme of my life, which I'll get into, uh, like, a little bit after this. But, um, so some people can find it in a few days. And then other people, it might take years. Um, some people can never figure it out. Um, so It's very, very particular to your person in your life. Um, I also think that a lot of it might have to do with when you were born. So I will explain what I mean by that. So just going back to what I just said about a theme of my life being about transition, um, I was born. Everything about the day I was born was like at the peak of a transition. Like a cosmic transition or a worldly transition, and so, like, if you think about the day I was born, this twenty second of September, that is the last day of the Virgo season. So you're going in between two signs, Virgo and Libra, Mm -hmm. and then I was born on the first day of fall. So you're transitioning from one season to the next, and then, if you look at the year I was born, I was born nineteen ninety four, which is the last year of the millennial generation. So (laughs) I was born at like the apex of just like all of these transitions. And I found that to be a common theme in my life. And it's no wonder why I've been having so much trouble figuring out how to root myself. Um, Because I feel like that's just the way that life challenges me. I just feel like that's my cross that I bear. Um, I feel like I've been in limbo since the day I was born. Mm. So um so yeah like I don't know if I'll ever be able to get this root chakra (laughs) Wow, but But
2: in a way you
0: we're probably about to say the same thing go ahead (laughs) in a way you kind of are because you you you're you're like I understand I'm aware and I'm accepting that this is where I'm at and this is like in your words the cross that I bear in my life and that I would guess would give you a little bit of peace to be able to move up the chakra ladder per se, because you kind of have, you have a sense of groundedness around that ungroundedness is kind of the norm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is going to be for everyone guessing
1: because change is inevitable. Like you said. Oh, definitely. It's very inevitable. Um, I mean, being a Taurus moon, my emotion.
2: That's what I was going to (laughs) say. Okay. And, and Taurus (laughs) in the Taurus in the sixth house So, bringing this idea of, like, home and, you know, earth energy groundedness to the sixth house, which is your daily routines and everyday life, like, you're doing it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, it makes sense if that's your moon sign to, like, that's something that is not readily attainable to you when you come into this life. It's something you have to actively seek because it's not, like, confronting you. It's not part of your core identity. It's this hidden part of yourself, right? Right. That's awesome. You guys are awesome. I love this. (laughs) I'm like dying to know
0: where your North node is.
1: I have no idea.
0: On your chart. Okay. We'll have to look that up.
2: Can I say a couple more things about your chart? Oh my God. Yes. 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 Okay. I mean, I don't have your full chart or anything, but just from like the houses. um, So your ninth house, which is the house of higher learning and like religion and philosophy is in Leo which mm. makes sense then like you grew up in a religious tradition not spiritual religious like ideologies charismatic, yeah yeah in something charismatic performative like mm things like that, things associated with Leo. But then your 12th house, um, which is the house of like spiritual transcendence um, and solitude of like being alone, how you interact alone, is in Scorpio, which is a water sign. So the ebbing and flowing of um, kind of like emotions and things like that, but also Scorpio being the sign of like Going deep and like mm-hmm. not being afraid to rest in those places and like taboo, like mm-hmm. more occult things, like Secretive this is your spirituality, yeah. yeah, that you have evolved into.
1: I am where I need to be. Just- wow, you
2: are <laughs> real. I think I found myself, guys.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. In the right now.
0: Wait, so like, what what shock are you focusing on right now? Like, where are you at in your?
2: yeah did you go back did you were you like yeah. all right,
0: backtrack <laughs> have you ever gotten all the way to the top <laughs> I'm gonna be like competing like okay how long is it gonna take for me to get to my crown chakra <laughs> and then I'll be transcending
1: in the morning you're like Danielle are you on crown chakra yet um so which chakra am I on okay so I am kind of like mosh poshing this thing even though i know i really shouldn't do this so like even though i'm wearing a moonstone i'm not necessarily like actively focusing on my crown chakra um but i'm just like letting this kind of inform me and like the way that i move throughout life right now um i will definitely say that i'm just focusing on the three lower chakras right now so i have like a table in my hallway next to my feng shui tree (laughs) like my black tourmaline (laughs) and my orange calcite you know I I just have like all of that on the table and a fashion book it was random it it was cute though
2: goals Goals. when you're on the cusp of Libra I know right with a Taurus moon (laughs) it makes so much sense and I love it But
1: yeah, so um so that's what I am definitely mostly focusing on um because of what we mentioned about, you know, just me being in the ebb and the flow and just mm-hmm. trying to figure this thing out, but now I feel like I might be able to move on. This is destiny. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely
0: ahead of I'm like below the root <laughs> like under the ground, I
2: don't know. <laughs> I <should put> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, so I know you probably have lots of resources and things, so we can uh, link a bunch of those in the show notes that you mentioned a couple like Instagram accounts, but um, I'm sure there are are more because I know people are going to listen to this and be like, okay, where can I learn more? Where can I read more? Um, Many people have told us they like take notes during our podcast about like things they need to go look up. And I took notes myself. So um, we'll definitely link all that below. But is there anything else, Danielle, that you... Want to share with us, or things that you're like into right now, or you found helpful on your journey?
1: I am like verbally pooped out right now. I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, um, I will say that um, the biggest takeaway here is to go at your own pace. That's like the biggest thing. Um, Mm -hmm. Never compare yourself to anyone else. That's for you, Emily. (laughs) (laughs) Yours. Thank you. Um, your spiritual journey is your spiritual journey. Um, and until you get the courage to confront your fears, um, you're never going to find what you need to find within yourself, within the universe. Um, and also going back to Aaron Bird, talk about <laughs> <this>. <laughs> smile more.
0: <laughs> Wait, Danielle.
1: And just listen to it. <laughs> Have you seen Frozen 2? I have not. I have Disney Plus now, though, so I'm about to. (laughs) Danielle.
2: Okay, finish finish grounding your bottom three chakras. You're going to need them.
1: Yeah. I mean, I definitely remember you guys in one of your episodes talking about Frozen 2.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we mentioned how when I saw it, I literally lost my voice, and Emily... (laughs) Anointed my throat. Her throat chakra straight up constricted,
0: like gone. I mean that. I I just feel like I don't know. I feel the chakras are telling me to tell you to watch this movie because of where you're at (laughs) in your life. Like, (laughs) I now communicate with the chakras. (laughs) A little
2: chakra told me
0: (laughs) you need this. Well, actually, like it needs you. Like I don't know. You just need each other. It's a reciprocal
2: relationship
0: yeah wow 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 you have disney I plus you need that definitely gonna watch that
2: oh my gosh Good. the water
0: yeah that's I what i'm saying like yeah. the water yeah. the elements the intuition the journey the uh uh-huh. <laughs> I, mean,
1: I feel like a lot more people than we realize are just like highly spiritual true yeah I don't think a lot of people know what to call it, but I just, I feel like there is just like so much that speaks to us through people's art, you know, their movies, their books, the way they act, you know, like all of that, you know, people just need to tap into it. This world would be a better place. Mm
2: -hmm. And it's so freeing too, because you don't have to have the pressure of putting a label on it or conforming to a system. Amazing. (sighs) Wow. Well, this was fabulous.
0: Thank you. I am aligned. I am now aligned.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna go cry now. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> All right. oh well thank you Listeners, so much, Danielle. We yeah. will
2: um link oh, do you have anything you wanna plug? Like oh yeah. If you want people if they wanna find you, <laughs> if they wanna <laughs> follow you.
1: No, I'm just kidding, don't follow me on it. Okay. <laughs> No. Um. If I had a podcast, if I felt like talking this much on a regular basis, I would totally
2: have a podcast.
0: <laughs>
1: I would I'd listen. Give the people what they want,
2: Danielle. Just I had to
1: take naps today to be ready for this, guys. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you're an introvert, introvert. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. I'm actually oh, probably gonna sleep for the next 17 hours. So.
0: <laughs> Love that! Wow. Right. This is why you balance your chakras, everyone. This is
1: why you balance. <laughs> but oh no, but uh but yeah, back to the point. I don't have anything to plug. I wish I did. Um but yeah,
2: plug your chakras, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're gonna Iconic. end on that because yep. nothing else we say is gonna be better. <laughs>